0: everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of Bloody Good Horror. My name is Eric and I'll be your host for this evening where we will be reviewing ISS or John, for the lay people out there, the International Space Station. I thought it was just, yes. 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 <laughs> Joining me tonight, first up, <laughs> from the Bay Area of San Francisco, please welcome Rachel to the show. Ha! And last up. From Manhattan, New York City, please welcome John Schnars to the show. Yes, this is like the battle of the the coastal elites. Yeah.
1: yeah, we got a we're just bays around here too. It's a Bay Area.
2: but yeah. <laughs> we're, we're the arugula bros. The arugula.
0: <laughs> come on. Uh, Casey's out. He had something going on. I don't remember what. He was busy. He begged off. He said he said screw everyone who <laughs> He did. He care. saw the movie. I know. We I'm did. pretty sure. Yeah. So. All right. Love it. <laughs> I know. I have nothing. <laughs> okay. I have no
1: segue. You. You were very. <laughs> you had something you were talking about pre-show yeah. that you were like, screw it. I'm saving it for the show.
0: And then we just plowed right. Yeah. In. The it's,
2: suspense. The anticipation. It, it's more of
0: a post-review okay. thing. Very we'll good. Get to it. Later. All right. All right. All right. Let's it take a quick break <laughs> and review ISS. This is it, gentlemen. Your big break in TV you know when i see a title like this john all i can think is like it's really gonna mess with my file names yeah well
1: with the punctuation punctuation in the title not
0: not cool periods colons like yeah. why why, mm-hmm. I why know, are you doing this to i me? know why are you doing this to me personally it's
1: always about the file names really can't the marketing the people think about, about the file names so.
0: <laughs> I think I'm. I also still have like old person internet brain. Where like, if you had a website in like 2002, you could not have any random punctuation in the title because it would du- it would go directly into the URL and screw everything mm-hmm. up. Like now, there's and it, it just fixes itself. They've right? gotten
1: better websites
0: since then. You're saying? It turns <laughs> out technology's yeah. improved. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. Let's not forget the original version of Bloody Good Horror John built by Mark when he was still yeah. in school. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know. He didn't know about punctuation. Terrible at grammar, actually. He almost failed English. Famously. (laughs) All right, John. Mm -hmm. You're all right at grammar, I guess. Mm, Pretty good.
1: (laughs) I have a copy of the Chicago style
0: guide on my uh, bookshelf. They don't let just anyone into Duke, I'm told. Get out. Mm. Although I'm sure there was some kind of like legacy situation going on, as we've covered. For me, no, there was not. Yeah.
1: For Suzanne, maybe. Oh, okay. Throwing the wife nah, in the she, she knows. No, she okay. knows the deal.
0: I like how we're finding out what the hierarchy is now. <laughs> I mean, that's a, she says what it is. All right, John. Yes. Please bring us the word of the day. Mm-hmm. I haven't really made fun of you for going to Duke in a long time. Feels good. <laughs> It's like it's like maybe it's like an old
1: you know broken in T-shirt you get to put on every once in a while slides right on yeah that's great Eric today's word I
2: miss the Doogie era (laughs) that
1: was great yeah it was great for (laughs) everyone we all loved it it was so much fun (laughs) today's word is deterrence that is D E T E R R E N C E deterrence the action of discouraging an action. Or event through instilling doubt or fear of the consequences, mm-hmm. deterrence.
0: Uh,
1: it's not giving me an etymology here, but what's interesting, it gives you the little like usage graph, and it mm-hmm. really, you know, because the word deter, I mean, it comes from the word deter. Obviously, it's a, I'm sure there's whatever a longer root there, but uh, 1950, it goes from mm. zero appearances to.
0: Mm you think that's lungs. like a cold war? Yeah, it's obviously a cold war. Jason, <laughs> well, there's other uses for that word. No, we'll- Dickhead. <laughs> yes. Don't you
1: mean No, but that was, <laughs> that was the whole point of- <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That is the whole point of- Jesus what was, Christ, And it, John. it basically peaks <laughs> in like the, you know, early
0: 80s, maybe uh, late 80s,
1: uh, and it's kind of leveled out since then.
0: What can I do this evening to deter you from being an <laughs> asshole? <laughs> the word yeah, is you uh yes yeah, thank you all right john mm-hmm. tell me about iss <laughs> what does it have to do with this movie i mean
1: it's unfortunately more complicated than it needs to be i think that's like part of my review of this film but um iss as eric mentioned is set aboard the international space station uh present day let's say like there's there are some like title card stuff that is like telling us what the hell is going on in this movie. Um, but essentially you've got the film opens with two characters arriving at the space station. Uh, whatever. The one's name is Kira. She's like the main character
0: and we can get into some of the other characters. Um, I actually, for once have the list up in front of me, if you want anybody's,
1: there's only six of them. It's not, I mean, it's not so common and and three of them are Russian. So we can (laughs) like, but, uh, so you've you've got the international space station um it's russians and americans it it has been a collaborative experience they're like mostly there to do science and while they are there a global nuclear war breaks out and they only know this unfortunate it's not great but they only know this because they're like in this part of the iss called uh the cupola which is basically sort of like a viewing area that like an observation yeah, it's deck. Yeah, like it's like the panoramic little, like, area they can stick their heads in. and
0: They can see it happening on Earth. Yeah, basically.
1: well, they're, like, looking down, they're like, oh, it's so majestic. And then Kira, I think it's, like, over breakfast, is like, huh, that's weird. There's, like, a big red spot. <laughs> and then there's, like, a lot of, like, big bright clouds and whatever. And they realize, like, oh, boy, like, something bad's going on. They both, both groups then, because... There's sort of like a Russian side and an American side of the space station. Is this scientifically accurate? There's three and three. There's three
0: Americans and three Russians. Yeah, And
1: they both have their sort of communication with the ground stations, and they're sort of on their things. And at first, they're not getting anything. And then the Americans start getting a message that says... I love that scene. ...capture. You must take the ISS by any means necessary or something like that. Well, and so then the Russians are getting a very similar, and what I like is like, you can't see the Russian screen, it's in Russian, but they're using the same, sort of like technology signals, there's like, this light means X, and you had just
0: seen, on the American side, it happening, and so then they like, so I think that was, that was kind of clever. There's an interesting thing the movie does, not to jump ahead, but where, it gives us Russian subtitles, in the moments where it's important to, but in very specific moments to keep the tension. So you don't know what they're talking about. They don't, you know, they make, it goes back and forth.
1: Yes. Um, So yeah, I mean, that's the setup
0: and the rest of the film is basically. Here's what it is. Sorry. Here's what it is. Yeah. If there's a character there that can understand Russian, they give you the subtitles. If you, as the viewer in the audience are just alone with the Russians, or I guess maybe that's not true. Sometimes you get them there, but like we can't, It depends. Really, read a lot of it. It depends. It's very context. Exactly,
1: whose context you're like supposed to be living in? Because there are scenes where it's like two Russian people talking, and you're there with them, and you're meant to be sort of experiencing that scene with them, which is super smart. Yeah, no, no, I thought it was it was definitely handled well. So, in any event, that's the setup. The rest of the film is basically sort of a locked door thriller. You know, there's not much of a mystery here. It's much more like you've got these six people.
0: They're they're not it's even a pure tension space. Like I mean, space in the sense of like space. Like yes, a bunch of characters in space. You give them a reason to not trust each other, and you you see what happens because yes. they generally like like each other. No, to, that's what I was going to say. Like they're getting and they get along. They respect and so each other exactly. What we're seeing is like what's the level of shit happening on the ground that will push one of these people to like turning on the other people. Yeah. Look,
1: it's kind which, of we can just, like, say it, it up thing. front because, like, I don't know that much about uh thermonuclear war. I mean, other than I learned in, like, 11th grade or whatever. It didn't look like the Earth was
0: gonna, like, make it.
1: Like, no. the color of the bad. Earth in this... Like, <laughs> it looked real bad. Yeah. You know, they're, like... Yeah. Di-
0: you know, they're in whatever... Like, half of the Earth was engulfed in Yeah, flames.
1: like, I don't want to, like, spoil... It's not. This is not a spoiler, but, like, they're kind of, like, worried about, like, oh, we gotta get off the space station. I'm like... Where do you think you're going yeah. here, friend? <laughs> you know, like, yeah,
2: see and Bora Bora, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or somewhere like, where similarly, Peter far away. Thiel's
1: like New Zealand bunker is like, <laughs> this is it, guys, aim for that. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the movie. Uh, just to hit the characters quickly, and I don't know, maybe, maybe you guys knew this. It was not, there's no one in this movie that I sort of like clocked. There's There's some character people we can talk about, however, I was researching.
0: The main you're on great joy is in this movie, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was the first one I clocked. So,
1: Ariana, DePose. yeah, so Ariana DeBose won the Oscar last year or two years ago. Yeah, I was like, what? I don't know Who, who is, is, is this person that was Major an Oscar winner? Apparently. What was she in? West Side, Story, West Side Story. Yeah, she won Best Supporting Actress. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have seen him
2: And it has John Gallagher Jr. in it, who's kind of a I was gonna say,
0: role. Yeah, I, I knew John Gallagher Jr., I couldn't exactly place what, but I was like, It's that guy. I know him. <laughs> no, no, he's great.
2: <laughs> I really like him. Whenever I definitely, he shows up, I, I you, he can either go really bad or really good in a way that's always interesting. So I, I've, whenever I see him, I get excited. Also,
0: the spacewalk guy, Chris Messina, he's got a that guy face too. I've seen yeah, yeah, things. I couldn't tell self. you what it was. Um, that oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. I know who. You know where you've seen John Gallagher Jr. John. He was in the Belko experiment. Uh, yes,
1: uh, I was also going to see say he originated one of the roles in spring awakening which i saw on broadway with my wife when we were like first dating okay
0: so hush 10 cloverfield (laughs) lane like he's actually been in a bunch of stuff we've done yeah yeah
2: uh
1: no i mean all these folks like these are like it's like a professional cast i just like wasn't that familiar with the kira character who's the main i mean she's the main character she's the central character in the film and i'm like researching i'm like Wait, she won an Oscar? And then it, she's the, like, main voice in Wish. Like, she's had, like, this is a big year for her right now.
0: I bet I know, John, where you knew John Gallagher Jr. from. He was in uh, Jonah Hex. No, I uh, have not seen John. I'm familiar with Jonah Hex, but I didn't You have seen, we did it on the show. I don't
1: know that I watched it, though. If I did, I was, like, too drunk to remember. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Um, I remember that. That was, uh, what's his name? Um...
0: I'm looking uh, at fuck, it. I can't read it. Jonah X. It, the, uh, who's the main character? I can like picture. Josh Brolin? Brolin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Megan Fox. John Malkovich was in that movie? Oh, yeah. Bender. Okay. In any event. Rachel, what'd you think of this movie? Let's
1: get oh, back on track. Hold on. Rachel had to go, so I can go first.
0: John, what'd you think of this movie? <sighs> I have
1: been going back and forth about this since I saw it. It is a tight, 90 or like 92 minutes which I appreciate I had a good time like it's it's brisk it sort of moves um I don't know like I just like we can talk about there's like some issues I think structural like there's almost like not enough happening (laughs) in certain parts um I think you also sort of hit on you know this issue of like I was almost, I think it almost would have been easier slash worked. It, it might've been more fun if it was just like, Hey, the Russians are definitely bad. And like,
0: we got to root for the it's Russians. It's Cause I liked that. It took a little more like measured approach to it, but I, I didn't didn't, I don't know. Like it just, I think there's like it, a little it, bit of it a does zanier moments, version. It feels a little torn. Yeah. Like it feels like the original version of the script was very nuanced. And then they got like just enough Hollywood ishness in it. But like, so it goes back, it teeters a little bit well, at times.
1: Well, this is, I mean, the, the one guy who goes like hard, bad, it's just like, it's almost too easy. Like he, it's, it's like a little too pat on that side. Like I, you're right. Like ultimately it worked out for me and I like appreciated that the end or the, like sort of the way it resolves is, is a little more nuanced and even like ambiguous, you know, for sure, mm-hmm. especially given everything that's going on on the ground, um, I don't know.
0: Like I, parts of it worked for me, parts of it didn't. Like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. So I, this is hard because Rachel's not here. She's just weird. So she's not going to hear any of this, but, um, I really like this movie and I will agree that it, it, it's not hitting the mark a hundred percent of the time, but here's what I like about it. Really likable actors and characters. Like the casting is great. Um, it's an interesting sort of study in a space, mm-hmm. meaning like confined characters in a confined space. Like that can either go real bad or real good. And I think they you do it pretty well here. I do go a little back and forth on the CG, because at times I'm like, it's a kind of impressive, however, they pull off everyone in zero yep. G all time. And then you just see a shot where you're like, did they finish the shot? Before
1: they <laughs> well, there's in? a lot of like, so, two like people talking and it looks like they're just standing on solid ground, but then the camera moving just enough that it's like,
0: <laughs> Oh wait, no, they're in space. Still. But like the first act is great. Mm-hmm. I think you're right that it moves really nicely. The first act's great. This whole scene where the Americans, they're trying to figure out what's going on. And the Americans are the first ones to get the signal that says, like, take over the space station at all costs. And then again, like, you see the Russians, you know it's the same thing is being said over there, but you don't see it. That whole scene was brilliant. Like, it is so tense. Um, I do think that the movie peters a little bit from there until it goes fully crazy. Like once it goes fully crazy, I think it picks back up again. But I think that there's a little section right, kind of in the middle of the second act, where to your point, John, it's like they um, are padding. Yeah, because it's just barely ninety minutes, and to get there, you feel like they've got to kind of.
1: Pad well, there it was over. a moment where I was like, "This is a Black Mirror episode that they stretched that you know, it's it's not it doesn't like use tech necessarily in the same way, but." It definitely, I mean, and this is, this is the thing. Like you have a confined space. You have a very finite number of actors. Like there's only so many combinations of them talking to each other in different settings and like doing different stuff. And
0: I don't know. So. Well, I think that's where, like, I think that's where the cast helps pull it through. Honestly, is like, they're just very charismatic. I really liked, um, what's her name here? The Russian lady whose name is apparently uh, Masha Mashkova. Yeah, well, but they were calling her like- In real life. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, she's really great. And I think the casting of that Euron Greyjoy dude is kind of brilliant because he just is a person with an ominous air about him, even when he's trying to be chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so you, what you think is going to happen is that he's just crazy. It's his facial hair. Early it's on, definitely the facial hair. He's just nuts. Yeah. There's a scene early on where- you see him kind of mess with the mice or something. You're not exactly sure what's going on. It's a little bit of like a red herring. Yes. Well, that's the other thing. There's a
1: bunch of stuff in this movie that it are are those things, right? It's like his character, they, they play it very ambiguously for most of the film, but the reality is like, he's a he's a pussycat. Like he's like the nicest guy on the entire space right. station.
0: And so and somehow I he's think like-
1: played wonky the whole time.
0: And there's this nice, I think, again, like red herring with him because you would just assume that when you realize he's not that person, you're like, oh, okay, this is actually, it's a little more nuanced than you would expect where the Russians, they're shown as just people with the same considerations that the Americans have. They've got family back home. They just want to survive. They've got obviously this loyalty to country, but like, the whole crux of the movie is how far do you go for that when you're in this life or death situation? And even like, they do have to have the one guy kind of become a villain, but it becomes, it's, it's much more about his character as a person and his kind of constitution than it is of as just like, because he's Russian, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. He's like the most loyal to country over to any of these personal relationships of, of any of them. So that's, that's fair. It did. It felt a little kind of like out and like, I, I don't know. I mean, part of it is you don't really get to know these characters. I mean, you're with these characters for like 10 minutes before any of the shit goes down. Right. So it's right. sort of just like, ah, he's the one dimensional evil Russian guy now uh, to a certain extent. Um, right. So.
0: Rachel, can we hear yes. you? Yes. Yay. So what th- that, that. what do you think? So did you hear any of that?
2: I heard yeah, it was weird. I could hear everything else in my computer except for you guys. I could see you were talking, but I was like,
0: So no, so you
1: didn't hear what we said? Oh great. I I have no idea what your opinions are.
2: Okay, so <laughs> as far as what I thought about this movie, I really am in like with this movie, but I don't know that I'm quite in love mm-hmm. with it. Um mm-hmm. there are uh, that's things- pretty much exactly what John yeah. and I both just said. Okay, well, there we yeah. go. Like there are things that I really appreciated about this movie. I think it, you know, there are some interesting castings which we were getting into before my audio failed. Um, and it looks really great. Like I loved all the zero G stuff and some of the sort of panoramic shots of what's happening below are genuinely chilling. Um, I thought Chris Messina in that whole sequence was especially—he um, underplayed it in a way that actually made it more frightening. And that when really they see when me. they
0: realize what's happening on Earth,
2: yeah, yeah. when he's specifically outside, and I he's love- like, "Stay away from the window." <laughs> like that line, I was like, "Ooh, that's good. That's good." Good stuff, but I, think I love that whole sequence.
0: Hard. The whole sequence to me, I mean, it's and it's actually like multiple sequences, but going from like um, when we see that this war is broken out through to this whole communication back and forth to like him going in the spacewalk, like it, man, it's just really good.
2: Mm-hmm. I, that whole everything that kind of happens in that sequence is, I think, maybe peak. Of the movie for me because it's like where it's That's the most fair. unflinching yeah. um because i i almost feel like they had des- they decided to make the characters more complex and that like they're very humanized even when they're doing things that are kind of terrible like you can understand sort of the impetus behind it it's like it's very human but it also meant that there was kind of like a turning down of the volume a little bit in some of the places where I think I wanted it to be a little more over the top, a little so, more action So
0: that's super interesting because John is saying the exact same thing. I was sort of saying, like, I do under, I do get that. I kind of like that they took a more nuanced approach to yeah. it right? because I think it gives the characters a little more uh, – a little more – dimension i it, guess i mean
1: it was an explicit choice it wasn't i mean I, they mm-hmm. they said that was the direction they took it and like executed in you know so
0: it, now on that. so so yeah so largely i think we're mostly on the same page like it's it's a pretty fun taut little thriller that's like got some issues mm-hmm. if there's like one flaw flaw in it for me it's this thing with, like, the vaccine. or It isn't even a vaccine. It's, like, a treatment for radiation. Like Correct. That is yeah. such a Hollywood, yeah. like, what? Like, it's the only place that this treatment exists? They just sent the only version of it up into space? Now, then I was like, okay, but maybe wherever else it was housed got nuked since, like, clearly half the Earth is, well, like, on fire. So
1: that was Euron Greyjoy. That was, like, what he was working on. Right. That, look, I think the whole resolution because, of the film is like the they writers, just didn't because really the screw- know what to do with
0: it. <laughs> because the writers were like they very clearly wanted to find a specific reason to give these people that they needed to take over the space station. But that's not made clear until to, the very, very end of the movie. No, no, I understand. Uh, but what I'm saying is like, well, because they they were up Adobe with it too, because they make you think she's lying. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you find out she's not lying. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Which also there's was. There's got to be. So, I don't know. There's got to be in, like a reason in there that they need to take but, it over, and I feel like it could have been much simpler. Something about communications. Like I don't know. This what that was sort of makes that up. was
1: like a little bit of the. You're you're sort of getting at a point I was trying to make, and I was not necessarily. There was just like some narrative pieces that, and you just hit on the one with like the the um, Rika Veronica Nika I guess. Nika, yeah. Like it's like, is she good or is she bad? like? they're, they're, um, they're driving tension out of like, should we trust or not trust these people when it's like, if they're, if they just talked for like 10 seconds longer, it would have, you know, it would have resolved. Like, there's a lot of just like people passing now, look, it's a high tension situation, but yeah. And then, you know, as I was saying, all of that stuff, all of the tension that's being pulled throughout this, like what they, they're both being told they have to take over the station at the end. It's like, not clear. Okay. So they both take it over. They've got like this much of the I'm um, I'm doing a tiny little like my fingers apart from each other amount of this like cure for radiation poisoning and what they're gonna like spray that on the earth or like
0: take it down to earth and give it to three people. Like what are you, what are you doing with this? <laughs> right. And if it's the data you're after, like just send it digitally. In, it's somewhere. <laughs> just, yeah, like although, although they do talk about EMPs and stuff. Like or like EMP like effects of nuclear blasts. So like maybe maybe Google's gone, John. Maybe. <laughs> Everything lives on those surf those clouds somewhere. Maybe That's- the cloud is gone. Can you imagine, John? <sighs> no cloud.
2: I'll be honest, I didn't even really put together that it was about that radiation medication because it's like even know that it what that, that 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 research was happening it seemed very top no stage. it was and, not and
1: about there, that until the yeah. very end of the movie and then it was like that was all it was about
0: and you were like wait what yeah. well but no but but when it's revealed i'm to understand I, I believe that like that's the whole reason why both these governments want them to take over the station is so that they can get control it was of this like thing. a
2: strategic advantage to have in the if that's guy, the reason
0: they never the movie never well, explains why that is Barrett, necessary. and that's what I'm saying. The, the Barrett, who's the
1: um, the one who went on the spacewalk, he does say like to the other Americans,
0: he's like, "They said it's like of strategic importance or something like." like yeah, I think it's all about that cure thing because they come back to it and in the very key moment of the well, movie. no, no, yeah,
1: I would say this, like they only introduce that
0: as a thing. With like 15 minutes to go in the movie or maybe 20. That's what I I mean. So I don't think that I think the reveal is kind of easy to miss the implications of it. I also think it's just like they might as well call it unobtainium. Yeah. Like it's just a kind of silly, (laughs) like, what do they call that? What's that, that device? Like Uh, the Dasex Machina or something. MacGuffin. MacGuffin. Thank you.
2: I had less issue with that element because I think that the human sort of – like, the places where it worked for me was, like, kind of the the human element. And, like, when we get sort of the very late-stage character twist at the end, that one I felt landed the best. But my problem was that I felt like the first act was just a checklist of all the things that we were going to be seeing in the third act. Like, I was like, well, we'll definitely be returning to that element. Like, we have Chekhov's life well, support system. Yeah.
0: That, that, that also, though, I think – that also can is it is to an extent just like effective genre of filmmaking, right? Like yeah. setting up tension like that. but I yeah. but there is like several things. It's not just like one it could be done. there's yeah, is yeah. All
2: I'm saying. Well, <laughs> like I don't have a problem with a setup and payoff. It's just when someone's walking through and they're like, and then we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do this. they literally and then we're gonna do they're
1: like
0: if you can't hear <laughs> the sound of, of the, the third yeah, act yeah it, yeah, it was. see, I thought that was great. I okay. like that. I like the sound one because then they because they do. It uses it to a great effect and like um
2: the way they actually use it is actually I will agree with you that. I what I didn't like is the that I knew it was coming so early on as well as like four other plot beats, but the way that it's actually executed where she's like signaling to him and they're like turning the music off and it's just the tension is ramping up that Piece of the film, I think, is another one of the real high points. That whole sandwich making scene is pretty. <laughs> it
0: boring. was a little his long for me. That, that his scene. turn really? was a little like, all right, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. They've been setting this yeah. up, but I that, was that, ready for
2: someone to twirl a mustache. So I, I was into it.
0: <laughs> the the actual fight when it pops off was like pretty yeah. sweet. Mm-hmm.
1: I um, I was a little confused about who could speak Russian and how much because, like, in that scene, she's. Well, Again, hitting one of the first act plot points, she's repeating back to him this like whatever in space, we all work together, or whatever the fuck the saying is. <laughs> and so but I'm like, hold on, he can also like the other guy speaks more Russian than you do. So like are you're not confusing him right now. Like it was just I was like, wait, why does happen? Well, I think
2: that was the like a little bit of a reveal because he was kind of downplaying his fluency and
0: then Ooh, I love that when he's like, yeah. I also do. Yeah. And then it just like pops off. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. Yes. Yeah. It's funny. It's, it's, it makes total sense now learning that Ariana DeBose is like a legit actress cause she, she is so good in that role. And it's mm-hmm. the kind of role where in a typical kind of mid budgeted suspense horror film like this would go to like a young actor without a ton of experience. And like, the fact that she's in the role really elevates she's given right. she's the I main agree. character. Almost nothing. Like there does she mm-hmm. have any backstory? She's just like <sighs> not really. There well, no, no. There's the whole a whole thing about breakup, why she doesn't but... have people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um it's a thriller, John. What the hell? No, I'm... well, but my my point but, being, like, she actually does, you're right. Like, I agree. She does a lot with like virtually nothing. It's sort of like. You're an astronaut go <laughs> so
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, and they're say, all kind of sketched in characters, yeah, right? Because it's yes, really that's a good way to put the it. The yeah. whole point of it is that who they are on the space sh- station is actually what matters. It's not necessarily all the surrounding stuff because they have to like leave that when they go into orbit. And it's the character that actually bring the char- two characters that bring that with them that really causes sort of the colony collapse of the station. Yeah. The dad, the person that's worried about their kid, the dad, <sighs> yeah, and the yeah, guy the that dads. has who has more loyalties and like ideas about duty. And things like that, whereas the other ones who were like I, the line I really loved was actually Euron Greyjoy's, where he's like, "We're scientists, not dogs," mm-hmm. and I was like, "This that layer of nuance I thought was actually really interesting in it." Like.
0: I was saying to Eric... Because
2: they do have military backgrounds, a lot of yeah.
0: them. Yeah. Is there a dubstep happening behind one of you guys? Already? No, it's there's a there's police car driving by. Gotcha. They like to do the, they like, you know, pump the,
1: <laughs> pump the siren every once in a while. Rachel, when, when, you were, when you dropped off, I was saying to Eric that I was, I could have also been down, maybe more down with the universe, where it's just like, evil, all the Russians were evil. Like, let's just go cold, mm-hmm. like, straight, uh... What's the '80s movie with, with uh, the Red Scare? The, the oh.
2: I mean, I think that's just called like the the, the '80s. 80s right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, like,
1: <laughs> it's like every no yeah. the one they just remade and it was China instead of the Russians. Oh.
2: Where they attack
1: uh, the United States with the kids? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Red, Dawn. red Dawn. Red Dawn.
0: Yes. God, mm-hmm. I could you know,
1: but they had to like. So do we? Let's just let's. What do we do with this ending? These people. I mean, They're not gonna have
0: a good time.
1: <laughs> well, no, no, no.
0: So okay, you're hitting, you're nailing on it because it's it right. It's it's like the, we are the world, like two countries coming together we murdered everyone else it's just one american one russian we're just gonna like hold hands we're, and go back we're gonna show the but rest of the world go. how this
1: how and this it's funny going they're together. like
0: first of all they're like we don't know where we're gonna land Which like i don't think that's how that works because you don't want to land on actual well land. and we're getting
1: the american radio being like there better not be any russians in that craft or something like that yeah that's
0: what i'm saying so it's wherever like, they whoa. go the other person is gonna have a real bad time yeah like depending on who intercepts that thing
1: Unless it's so Peter it's really New feel feeling, good ending. And then they're just
0: yeah, you know,
1: <laughs> could be pretty chill. They got this, but you know, what I'm not going to lie, John,
0: it got it it got me a little bit in the feelings. I don't know. Oh, I was a little like. I
2: mean, uh. <laughs> it definitely spoke to my like existential anxieties very effectively. I just but, honestly,
0: I really loved that guy's performance. Euron the Greyjoy. Mm-hmm. I can't pronounce his name. I've been looking at it. Pilaou. P- Palau. Palau. Um I don't know. <laughs> He's fantastic. And, like, he – the way he he makes that turn to being a more sympathetic character, I think, is really yeah. interesting and subtle. And you really are, like, rooting for him, I think, by the end. Him – the two characters who survive, like, the, they do a good job of making those the people yeah. you really root for.
2: I do think, yeah, late-act late stuff definitely makes you – or mid-act stuff makes you reflect on – because he does the sort of, like, first bad thing that is – Really hard right. to watch. And you because he is who he is and, like, our context of him is that he's a Greyjoy, he's a bad news, like, I think you immediately assign sinister ideas to it. But to know that, like, it's actually a little bit more complex than that is another yeah. place where I think- Wait, what's the first sense. I will say
0: he's the one who knocks Chris Messina off- or no. no, he clips. He clips, he cl- oh, yeah, he he clips, clips the, the communications wire for the guy, okay. mm-hmm. which is the first um, thing that yeah. happens. I gotta mm-hmm. say, too, it's really funny. I kind of laughed that Chris Messina you know, like, makes the most incredibly miraculous spacewalk survival, shows up in the third act, and immediately dies. You knew he was I coming was like, back. Oh, what a waste. Like, you knew he was coming back. I mean, that was. Day, yeah. It's silly that he comes back because they showed that motherfucker like, wheeling into space. Yeah, yeah. How did he come back, yeah, John? I don't know. It was... Yeah. Uh, those scenes, though, earlier when he's fine and he's spacewalking, they're really yeah. tense. And all I could think was just like, mm-hmm. how does a human's monkey brain handle open space? Like, that just seems <sighs> it's horrifying. It's not great. I don't... I don't... No.
2: I feel like sometimes if it's so big, it becomes, like, abstract. Like... Bungee jumping, terrifying. But I jumped out of a plane and it just looked like jumping into like a a painting. Like I feel feel like real. I I feel Mm. like this
0: movie unlocked a fear I didn't know I had, because even now just thinking about it, it's making me like existentially horrified.
2: (laughs) Would you rather be in the space station or in a submarine? Neither. Well, you have to pick.
0: (laughs) I'm going space. (laughs) I'm going space station.
2: (laughs) Me too. Although to get to it would be a terrifying experience where' yeah. a, sub, a submarine you're just kind of like I did on the think dock. it was it
0: was real silly how like they're literally in a rocket in the beginning and they're like making this scary sort of connection with the space station, and this guy's just casually talking about his his child, and you're just mm-hmm. like, you know like can on
2: we act office? accordingly
0: to the situation? I know you're like <laughs> a cool astronaut guy, but <laughs> can we I give know. some gravity to this situation mm hmm but you know what it could have been a lot worse. I feel like in, okay. I feel like you, there could have been 10 different may, way worse versions of this movie yeah. coming out. I up.
1: mean I we, I feel like this is an example of it delivered on the trailer. I thought the trailer was really good yes. and mm-hmm. I feel like it it was what the trailer said it was. The trailer gives away yeah. a lot but not like so much, you know. So.
2: Yeah. I just want to, like, set people up for success with this. Like, if they think they're walking in and they're going to see, like, a new version of Sunshine or something like that that no. is really nihilistic and has some, like, real horror beats, they're going to not have the best time. It's a very –
0: it's not a Blumhouse, right? No, no, it? no. No. But it's got that kind of vibe. It's, like, a mid-tier horror thriller. And in that lane, I think it – Excels what you usually get. I mean, there's hold on.
1: You you use the term horror thriller. There's no horror in this. Like not. There's no like. No, but this is ours. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's sure, but it's yeah. It's a sci-fi thriller, is how I've been describing it to people. And like, it's yeah, it's a nice little that works sci-fi thriller. I I am very curious. I mean, this is the other thing Eric and I were talking about a little bit, Rachel, when you popped off. But the um, I I thought they did a really nice job with the effects of like. I'm very curious how they did all the weightlessness shots.
2: They've yeah. got to be in, like, rigs. they mean, be yeah, right? Just like floating around
0: in a rig. Oh, so no, they're definitely in rigs. You know why you can tell? It's actually really funny. Everybody has a wedgie.
1: Oh, interesting. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: you can true. tell that, yeah, like, under that, yeah. their suits that they've got a thing, and then they just took the wires out. But they still, like, everyone's just got their, like underwear just crammed up their ass and like <laughs> then in the back of their belt you can see how it's being pulled up it just you don't so it's funny you say that i was looking at everybody's butts trying. I, to, like, no no just,
1: i oh. uh, there were a couple scenes where i was like wow they're they're they have no form to their lower body. <laughs> like, it was like... they've got... It was like they all had these, <laughs> <laughs> like, ridiculous... I'm like, is that what space does to-? <laughs> Well, and then I'm like, oh, wait, they're not really in space. <laughs> like, <laughs> but they got
0: you. I don't understand amazing. amazing.
1: What's going on?
2: The other terrifying visual in this was the other American sleeping with his eyes oh, open, yeah. just, like, yes, spinning. Oh, that, no. was that, was, that was good. I would not be able to sleep across from that. No. That would be terrifying.
1: Well, the sleeping in space was the scariest part to me. I don't do well without sleeping. And I was
0: like, oh boy, this does seem bad. <laughs> so. I mean, have we matched on? Yeah, neither. Me neither. Do you think
2: you'd be a bag sleeper or a sleep, like a floater? <sighs>
0: There's no way I'm floating. I don't know. I would try both. I think it'd be a drug sleeper <laughs> is it in space. Like, you, you give me whatever. <laughs> Straight tranquilizer to the ass.
1: <laughs> Just like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That makes sense. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I think a, some of the thematic stuff was a little heavy-handed, but I mean, I don't know if you went and looked at um, uh, the director's previous films. Oh, I wanted to bring
1: this up, I'm, I'm, I because there's only one I recognized, and I'm curious if it was yeah. the same one. I mean,
2: they all pretty much are kind of, uh, like, certainly, like, there's some, like, politics to all of them, but the one that is she is most famous for is... Blackfish.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that movie, I've never. Oh, seen
0: the documentary. Yeah.
1: I've yeah. never seen that movie. I just feel like this is. It's like a weird microcosm of like a very specific moment when Netflix was just starting to do streaming, and they had like mm. twelve movies on it, and one of them was Blackfish, and it had like everybody watched. It had a pretty good like <laughs> tile, I remember, and I feel like everyone was talking about killer whales in like that movie. Like I didn't made huge uh, impact. I didn't yeah, see. It. I mean, it I like actual to, yeah.
2: like
1: policy. No, that's impact. what I mean. Like, like it, like yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So, so imagine kind of having to fo- you know follow that that up and having that right out the gate have real social impact to the work that you do. Like no wonder she's doing like <laughs> nuclear well, war. She probably and, I like you if know.
1: you look at her credit because I did I like took a look at her credits. Like this is definitely like her getting paid. That was my takeaway. Like because the rest of her movies like she's done a bunch of documentaries. She definitely didn't get paid to make that Blackfish movie. Or not like in a real way. Like that Blackfish movie was like not a big movie for until it like like a passion project. Yeah, presumably. This is like this is like, hey, studio needs a professional director. She's she's older. Like she's older than like she's not a a young director. Um, I don't know. I was just like, oh wow, okay, you're right. There's definitely, yeah, there's I mean, I I
2: can see a through line. I can see a yeah. through line if you look at her entire, like her her full IMDb. Like I can see a through line in that she has a lot of social consciousness, like in the work she well, does. and I think, and there's so many moments in this that are like pretty <laughs> on the nose, like the two people locked after having killed one yeah, another and this cool. It I looked
1: like awesome. That, yeah. that was but a good I was scene.
0: Like, I like that. Yeah,
1: it's, it's you know, it's and heavy. I
0: yeah. I think when you when you understand that the kind of talent they kind of threw at it. Between the director and the actors, like it makes sense that it's more than what you might have expected coming in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For me anyway. All right. Yes, sir. I liked it. John, would you, uh, uh, would you recommend it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Rachel?
2: Yes. And I would say if you can catch it in the theater because there is a visual spectacle to it that I think –
0: the space stuff is cool. Yeah, that yeah, Earth shots. You want
2: to see it on a nice Flaming Earth.
0: Screen. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I agree. Thumbs up. think it's going on the list, John. Ooh. I mean, Ooh. It's, it's Is this early. the first
2: entry of 2024? No, no,
0: no. He put something ridiculous oh, did on. He put
2: night, did he put John, Night Swim on
0: yeah, there? Yeah, Mom of Randy something. is it? Randy's in our YouTube chat. Hmm. I don't think Randy's ever commented on YouTube. He says, if you're going to go to all the trouble of leaving giant knives lying around the ISS, you might as well send Jason Voorhees up there. (laughs) There you go.
2: Yeah. Make it entertaining. (laughs) Randy's
0: coming out strong. (laughs) It is funny for there to be like a very sharp kitchen knife. In that scene, she's like, can
1: I use that knife? And he's like, oh, there's a bunch of other plastic knives over there. (laughs) And she's like, oh, okay.
0: (laughs) I would like that knife, I think. I don't know. He's so over the top in that yeah. scene, I will say. He probably could have calculated I that a little more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Usually I'm with you, but I, I don't know. I liked it. All right. Let's take a quick break. Three thumbs up, by the way. Let's take a quick break and do some fan mail.
2: From deep space. A space flower?
0: Why not a space flower?
2: The seed is planted.
0: Why do we always expect metal ships? It smells lovely. Put it down, Jack.
2: Terror grows. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Donald Sutherland. Brooke Adams. Leonard Nimoy. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Rated PG. Starts this
1: week at a theater near you. Hi, I'm Kathleen Kinmont from Halloween 4 and Bride Reanimator, and you're listening to
0: Bloody Good Horror.
2: Get back episodes and much more. patreoncom bloody good horror.
0: All right, John. So I discovered the weirdest thing last night, mm-hmm. and I can't stop thinking about it. So I was on Twitch. Okay. Familiar with Twitch, John? Uh, yeah. Do I need to explain yeah, Twitch to No, you? I'm, I understand right. Twitch. So I follow a channel on there that basically they play like VHS oddities. Like you never see the person who runs a channel. You just hear, sometimes he'll come on and he'll say like, here's what I'm going to play now. And it's like old obscure movies that were never released on DVD. It's like weird instructional videos, trailers, just like old found footage. Sort of like a, there's a website that curates that kind of stuff. I can't, everything's awful or something like that. Okay. It's in that kind of vibe. So I, I click on it last night and they're running these trailers. And I start watching, I'm like, well, these are weird. Every one of these trailers was from this production company. And I realized really quickly, like, oh, these are like Jesus y movies. And they're all from the 90s. They're like, they, they have the visual vibe of like a, a mid to early 90s erotic thriller. Uh-huh. That's what they look like, but they're all Jesus movies. Uh-huh. And Corbin Burnson is in every single one of them. I just Googled this. This company still exists. They're called Cloud 10 Pictures, which is so stupid. I can't get over it. Um, (laughs) Hold on, wait. I brought the website up. And it's like, you know how there's just sort of like conservative christian actors that aren't in a lot of mainstream stuff anymore? Apparently, Corbin Burnson is one of them. Like, if you go to their website right now, their big thing, Kevin Sorbo is the lead. Oh, (laughs) Oh. yeah, yeah. And Corbin Burnson. 30 years after this stuff that I was watching last yeah. night.
2: Oh, they did all the left
0: behind. Movies. Left. They did the left behind movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, but apparently they've been going since like the early nineties. I wow. will be honest and we'll just say that, uh, I thought Corbin Burns was dead. Cloud 10 pictures has been a producer and pioneer in the Christian film space for more than 25 years. They're based out of Ontario, Canada. So, just crazy. I sat and watched these trailers for like 20 minutes. I was transfixed.
2: Mm. Talk about existential crisis, like a, <laughs> a horror.
0: <laughs> you interested? Could I interest you, John, in a documentary called the Rapture, the beginning of the end? I mean, that was, didn't we just watch that as a movie uh, set in the space station? Oh, man. I can't. I can't. All anyway, right. <laughs> Cloud 10 Pictures, John, cool. if you're interested. Won't be looking into I'll that. I'll have to look up that. <laughs> if I get a sec here, I'll look up the name of that Twitch channel because they're really. Oh, it's called Forgotten VCR. That's what it's called. Uh, all right. Info at bloodygoodhorror.com. Before we get to fan mail, Rachel, uh, where can people find you when you're not if you here? you
2: want? More of this, you can find me on all across the Zombie Girls Podcast Network. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and threads at ZG Podcasts or me personally at Ragey
0: Love it. Um, John, one of our fans and community members in Slack, Levi, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. made a short film. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty good. Yeah.
2: It was actually very good, I thought.
0: Now – People might be saying, Eric, you notoriously don't like short movies and true. don't watch things people send you. So why did you watch this? I'll tell you why, John. You clicked I on by told this. It was no. on Twitch. There was a re- Twitch channel that was playing it. <laughs> I, really, I really appreciated his approach. A, he's in the community, so I know who he is. Mm-hmm. Smart move. B, <laughs> he, he was very pragmatic and he knows me. And it was just like, I know this isn't your thing, but I would love to know what you think of it. I was like, "All right, you're reminding Maybe. me that
1: you you texted me the link, and I have not watched it. I did Apologize text you the link to Levi, case.
0: but I will watch it. You have to find a different way to appeal to John,
1: Levi. We all need something
0: different. You know. <laughs> I like a like anyway. a handwritten letter mailed to my personal address, <laughs> which I will not share. It's no, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It looks great. I was chatting with him about it. He said like, uh, him and his friends saved up money for years to buy like a really really nice camera, and now they're just just like they're Side passion project thing. Um, it is called. Damn it, I don't have the name in front of me, do I? I'm
2: trying to remember it too because like oh, I can see like the the splash. It's page, called like, Madness
0: Within. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, their YouTube page is Nowhere Now Productions. They're on Nowhere Now Productions on Instagram. Um, and they're they're looking for donations for future projects if you're interested. But the this one is about um. An occultist seeks out a perceived madman in order to cure him. Mental illness and the dangers of making assumptions about others. It's micro-budget shot over two weekends in Fayetteville, Arkansas. I
2: thought the set design was really good in it. I love the bar that they opened it in. Yeah, I told
0: the one actor, the um, professor is like fantastic, and he said that mm -hmm. was like his old one of his old professors from school. Hmm. Ryan says, sounds like we need a Levi short film with all the BGH cast. Listen. If you can convince John to be in a movie, I'll do. Oh, it. what are you talking about? I got, like I got nothing else to do, Eric. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Horror how yeah. weekend. Yeah, that's true. I'll be there. We'll be there. I was going to say if right. you can get Eric and I to be in the same physical location like more than once every three years, you know. Good luck to you. But, all right, I've got it teed up. I've got it teed up. So I'll watch
0: it after the show. Love it. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin from ca- Yeah. It is, yeah. Kalen from Kissimmee says, "I've been thinking about the screaming Aztec death whistle since the Bone Tomahawk episode. Uh, like an idiot, I was searching eBay and antique sites. Daddy Bezos has the death whistle. It turns out. Who knew? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if this is the same thing. Okay, Wait, so there's like, like a
1: real one. Like there's like oh, one. oh yeah, no,
2: it's. Well, it's like a, it, it's based on a real thing that was used going into like battle and stuff uh-huh. like that. And you that can, just
0: makes, okay. So the, yeah, this as Azte- to, oh, it is on Amazon. That's it's the yeah, first no, it's thing
2: available on
0: Amazon. Yes, it's the first link this. when you Google it. Okay. We need one of these, John. Yeah. you do. It's only 35 bucks.
2: That's how we're going to find ourselves, each other in the, this is American great. Center. Listen to the, the description. This.
0: Real. <laughs> this is so good. Real screaming Aztec death whistle. Loudest authentic human sounding screams, 125 plus decibels loud. Oh, perfect. Collectible. Let's get them for my kids. Aztec. <laughs> wait, it keeps going. Aztec design in Obsidian Black, comma, self-defense, which is an amazing image of someone just like blowing this at somebody who's trying to attack them. Dude, like half those um, Amazon
1: things are written by AI now. It's like there was another thing recently though yeah, where
0: unfair. um somebody did something similar with a Celtic instrument that it was the same idea. It actually looked, it was cool. The horn, it like comes out of your mouth that goes like 10 feet in the air and then has this like crazy looking thing on top. And they rebuilt it with a 3D printer and then they played it at a concert. They like were able to recreate what this instrument would actually sound like. It is horrifying. It's amazing. (laughs) But they would use it in the beginning of battles to basically like make their enemies poop their pants. And I think it, it probably worked. I mean, brown my oh, God, it's so gross.
1: <laughs> Sorry, my middle daughter can make noises with her voice that is just it's not good for anyone.
0: Um, real quick, John, because I skipped yeah. it. ISS now the number one horror film of 2014. Oh, wow, nice. 2014, yeah, 20, 24. 2024. What was the other one? Was it Night Swim? Was the <laughs> we're bumping Night Swim <laughs> yeah. to number right two, sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. I had a real like senior moment today because I saw this movie Saturday afternoon where I was like, do I remember anything about this movie? <laughs> I like know. I had I had to really sit and have a moment with myself to yeah. like get it's it to come back week. to me. It's I mean, been you week. have no idea. It really has been a week. All right. Uh I'm Casey today mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. Threads.
1: Did you tell Rachel what we're watching uh in two weeks with our dear friend Caitlin? in her return to the show watching Saltburn. have you seen it i assume you've seen it you haven't seen it rachel oh my lord i watched it like maybe two weeks ago just because i was like "Ah, people are talking about this movie
2: yeah you know i mean i know a lot about Mm -hmm. it because like I, i think i probably said that on this on here that like when that came out, it became like every one of my coworkers, like 78% of their personality was Sulburn <laughs> and specifically the bathtub scene. So I'm familiar with elements yeah. of the film. I know there is also something to do with a grave.
1: Yeah, no, like, look, it's... there's a lot of stuff I would love to talk about, but I want Eric to experience it okay.
0: organically. I'm... Good news is, I was completely reading something else and not listening. Nice. So I haven't okay, been spoiled. Good. I was actually but reading. I mean, you- as
2: a citizen of the internet, how could you possibly? Well, that, I,
0: I, was, yeah, I was curious about that. Me? Yeah. Yeah. You know why? I stopped using Twitter because it's a cesspool. Mm. And now that was where I got all people's shitty movie opinions was from Twitter. Right. And now I get none of it and I'm happy. Now you have to but, come here and. <laughs> Barry, Barry <laughs> Keegan is doing. Oh, um, Rachel, do you want to read? You were the only person that actually asked a real question on Slack. You want to read it? <laughs> uh, you, sure. you knew you were going to be on the show. You're like, well, I hope my, I hope they read my question.
2: <laughs> it's It wasn't me. It was someone named Shmichel Shateau uh, who asked this question. <laughs> I see. Okay. So. Obviously, this film takes place in space, but ultimately, it is a workplace thriller. Mm-hmm. So, my question is: if Bgh was your job mm-hmm. and the big boss said you had to take it by any means necessary, who wins <laughs> and who survives?
0: I think we all just look at each other and shrug and walk away. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> It'd
1: be like mutual hari kari, hari kari so, by any you? means yeah, at
0: all. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you can have it. Um. Yeah, I guess it is a workplace thriller now that you say that.
2: Hmm. I mean, they all have their little cubicles. They just happen to sleep in them. Yeah. And they worked. Yeah.
1: Uh, yes, I don't have a good answer for this one. So, Casey, got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, keep in mind, we all also work remotely. Like, this is the problem with
0: right. remote work. Like, this hybrid situation. Like, it's what like, exactly are we fighting yeah. over? That's like an existential question, really. At the end he
1: of said the a mean thing about me on Slack.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> Levi says trying very hard to get to Horror Hound weekend. We should remind people that we are going to be there. You can go to horrorhoundweekend.com. It's the Cincinnati one in March, including Rachel. And um Oh god, John, this reminds me. I should make sure to very clearly state this is not Horror Hound, but a different convention started a whole kerfluffle on social media today because they posted about how they are proudly hosting Kevin Spacey at an upcoming convention. Ooh. What the hell? And then they had to shut the comments down because people were like, oh, what?
2: <laughs> this is at a horror convention? Yes. For what, seven? Like, I, how the mighty have fallen.
0: I, I mean, yeah. Real he probably <laughs> needs some money for <laughs> all his legal bills, Rachel. I I shouldn't laugh, but,
2: you know. It's laugh or cry. No, dude. well,
0: <laughs> <fair>.
2: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Hey. Now I'm curious because I wanted to know which one it was.
2: Yeah, I want to know too.
0: Oh my God, the story hit TMZ, John. Nice. Now they've made it. A little horror community is getting out there. Is it a horror con? I'm so confused. The controversial actor scheduled to appear at Mad Monster Party 2024 in North Carolina next mm. month. That sounds like the most North Carolina ass horror convention ever. A three day mm. convention dedicated to all things horror mm. pop culture. Other stars like Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips, Taryn yeah. Manning, and Jason Patrick are attending.
2: Mm. I mean, those all make sense, but like, what is his? Is it seven? <laughs>
0: It must be right. I don't think
2: he's there for American Beauty.
0: (laughs) The photo opportunity. Okay, so if if you want a picture with Kevin Spacey, uh, what's that Netflix? It (laughs) costs two hundred. It costs two hundred and twenty-five dollars to get a picture with Kevin Spacey, and the photo opportunities are themed. One for the Usual Suspects, one for Seven, and one for House of Cards. House of Cards. That's what I was thinking of.
1: Got
0: it. So, like, does he change his outfit, or what happens? Does no one work there that like put ran up the red flag for this? That's insane.
1: Well, you know these things are pretty.
0: they it's a it's a tight
1: ship usually. I mean, they're not not a tight ship. It's a it's a small ship, I guess. Oh man, he's a name. Like they look, the they're comments, getting more the promotion than you. they've ever dreamed of getting. Presumably,
2: yeah, I'm sure there's going to be. You know, there's probably some people who are just contrarians who are going like,
0: the, some, to. There was back some. There was some kind of ex- the, uh, extremely. There was some kind of extremely lordy contrarian statement from the people behind this, so I don't know that they're going to back down. Oh, wow. You know
2: what? That's good. Yeah, You've shown me who you are. I will not be participating. Exactly, yeah. Or, part, you know, that's good. I, I see you. Got it.
0: <laughs> Just another reason not to go to North Carolina.
1: But, like, Kiefer Sutherland's going to show up and be like, hey, my old bud, here he is. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> I mean, it'll be interesting to see who drops out. Yeah. Who suddenly has a scheduling conflict
0: yes other celebrity do. wise for sure yeah <laughs> like you want to be in that photo op next to him like probably not
2: i think yeah key maybe
0: anyway just doing my part to keep you up to date on the internet Thanks. John. i appreciate it that's what happened today um a reminder that i'm on the latest episode of the plug it up podcast with caitlin grant and we are talking about may i know john hasn't listened rachel have you listened
2: not yet that I'm going uh, to. I'm excited to hear it. I mean, that movie's awesome, and I love everybody on the show. So that'll be great.
0: Yeah, I'm
1: Thank fine you. with most of the movies. It, people was, a, on
0: the it show.
1: was a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> 50%. Caitlin is
0: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> <damn> it, John.
2: <laughs> we almost made it, Eric.
0: <laughs> Real sassy. Oh, uh, like I guess we kind of already answered this. What's scarier, stuck in space or underwater? Yeah, yeah, no. Think- space better than underwater. The underwater, you actually die faster. I mean, like you can't survive the pressure of being like <laughs> Well, that I far think they underwater. probably mean within some type of vessel that can survive, John. I still feel like it's less
1: claustrophobic to be in space.
0: Yeah. I always think about it. you're in the
1: fucking submarine. Have you ever been on a submarine like you can go on like, you know, in, like museums and shit, they all like whatever. I don't think I There's have. There's a submarine in New York. There's a um uh, does Disneyland count because uh, yes there, yeah. <laughs> that 20,000 leagues <laughs> under
2: the sea it's called the submarine ride yeah, yeah I've been on that
1: um, <laughs> it's like you can't even walk you have to like turn sideways just to yeah. walk down
0: the, the uh, yeah. hallway I mean it's it's terrible I did go to a Cub Scout trip on the USS Indianapolis which was docked mm-hmm. but that even that like big battleship felt really claustrophobic yeah. but time. at
1: least there you like yeah. go up on
0: deck and you yeah look out we slept in the like little cots and everything oh wow you what you, is the uh, motion sickness we, we do we overnight slept yeah uh,
2: because if there's a, that's getting a vote for space if there's no motion sickness in space because
0: you can't you don't know where the ground the is how do you not get motions like
2: mm, i guess yeah all that yeah you never hear about it but maybe
0: well you there's
1: like a problem you like lose like bone density here. for sure
0: right that's bad at my yeah. age, I can't afford bone density. I was like, <laughs> <John>. <laughs> so I'm holding on to every ounce of bone density. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This guy's super not going loading to protein, protein every morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're built for I'm trying to keep there. my bones going, John.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. You don't have dairy. There's no calcium. Uh oh. Uh oh.
0: Stay out of so space, my friend. That's why I eat so many eggs. Is there calcium in eggs? I don't
2: know.
0: There's lots of calcium in eggs. Mm. Okay. Then you're, well, then you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> you are rock solid. Got it. <laughs> Got it.
0: Under um, control. If you could only take one movie to space with you, what would it be? We kind of answered I feel like we answered the same question last week. Didn't we? Only it wasn't space. What did I say? I don't remember. What's the longest movie? Killers of the Lower Moon? <laughs> What's the long- Yeah, like a yeah, like a five-hour Scorsese movie. So at least you have like a lot of content. Jesus. Yeah. I don't know why this was my first thought, but it was American movie. Which is like a real it silly answer, but yeah. Love that movie. Mm-hmm. I see you, Rachel. Um, I, I got you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first thing that came to mind is just my favorite movie, but I realize the irony of picking aliens <laughs> as my space movie. But that's like, that is my comfort movie. That's when I'm bummed. I throw on a little, I watch, you know, Ripley, Ripley do her thing and yeah. I feel better, but probably not in space. <laughs>
1: I don't know. If you're having to make decisions about like the last movie you're taking a space, like we've fucking, it's all gone downhill at that point anyway. So,
0: can I take the like eight-hour Friday the Thirteenth documentary? <laughs> can he take because at least because three then I can seasons, relive so Breaking Bad. <laughs> I could basically because they basically just go through the plots of every movie. Yeah. Like I could just relive that whole series, but in a single film.
2: There you go. That's that's good. seems like a rule
0: work around like an end run you've tried to create here (laughs) well there there's no rules presented to me okay all right two more (laughs) questions I'm trying to decide which order to read these These things are important and actually we haven't read threads yet anyway so first one (laughs) taking this is Instagram Talking it out, question mark, or knocking someone's ass into infinite darkness. That's from Roger. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was a real crazy move when he did that. And also, like, that seems like not great construction, if that's possible to do that. Yeah, that I don't think that he would have seen that arm coming. I did not in any way understand why is his tether like six feet long and no longer. A hundred percent that thing should be 20, 50 Dude, feet. Like, doesn't matter how long it is, he can just pull his ass back. It in. With him. Well, he like, was trying he go, like, to. Let me go
2: back to the next one. But
0: why on earth would you design anything where he had to unhook Dude, it while just, he's yeah, fucking like, in space? Put a fucking rope around his waist that is connected to the inside
1: of the space station and just, just make
0: that thing as long as you need yeah. it. Like that didn't make any. That well, you felt wouldn't totally want it to get manufactured. Tangled. Like for there is an issue of movie. like you
1: won't. You wouldn't want it to get tangled, but that's true. You also, I think, in these situations, you have two tethers where you're. It's like. It's yeah. like rock climbing. Like you fucking move one, you're you're always clipped into one.
2: Slap that on there. that's a good point. There. And then yeah. you like so
1: climb. in here, he's only got one. That didn't make it. It did little not bizarre. seem like protocol. I know to me. That was that was definitely a little kind of like, oh, was this some movie logic nonsense?
0: Uh last one for Instagram. What would be the one thing you'd be really excited to do or see if you went to space?
1: I mean, just general weightlessness Aliens. seems awesome. Aliens? Aliens. No, that's, that's definitely not the answer. What are you guys talking about? Just floating around. I loved when they, they were drinking and the the they like popped the bottle off and like there's just like little bubbles yeah. and they're floating around eating them. It's like the scene in Simpsons where he opens the bag of chips and it expo- explodes and he's got to <laughs> float around.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that weightless, like being able to fly would be
0: really, really cool. Yeah. Mm. All right, we're on threads now. Bang through these. What is the greatest werewolf movie you've ever seen? Ginger Snaps is my. Well, I mean, to that. that's, that's probably the best. That I would say Dog Soldiers. Dog Soldiers yeah. is a close second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not generally a fan, so I like those takes that are yeah. out of left field a little bit. Oh, there's mm-hmm. agree. I mean, there's a couple other like sleepier ones that we've seen mm. recently. I don't know if this counts, but Monster Squad. Mm. I mean, Features a werewolf and his Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> um.
0: Wolfman's got Nars. So so dumb.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think probably Ginger Nars. snaps. I'm also not like a super big werewolf fan. Like I'm My always kind of disappointed when horse. that's the thing. I'm like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it's not the best. Um, talking, taking horror out of the running. What are your favorite pure sci-fi movies? This is tough for me because I realize like, I think I largely only like horror sci-fi, where it's kind of both things. Um,
1: 2001 Space Odyssey, I love.
0: I've never seen 2001. Oh, my Lord. Which is crazy, because I'm, like, obsessed with Kubrick. Yeah, dude, it's like, how are you obsessed with Kubrick and haven't seen that?
1: I don't know. What are you doing? Um... But also, I mean, I like the Star Trek. I mean,
2: that thing where I'm like, I've never heard of yeah. Star <laughs> no, Wars. Star sorry. Wars is no, favorite. like I, I, The J.J.
1: Abrams Star Trek movies. I mean, I like most of the Star Trek movies, actually. like the older ones I've seen, too. Um, I mean,
2: yeah. In all honesty, my favorite is going to be Star Wars.
1: Uh,
2: it's not the most exciting, but it's...
1: This is probably not going to qualify. It's not really sci-fi. Um, I mean, it is and it isn't. We showed our kids Back to the Future 1 this weekend. So good.
0: It's just, yeah. you know, come on. I saw this theory today
1: mm-hmm.
0: that Goonies and Back to the Future take place on the same day because, so they're both set, so the, they have the date, right, of Back to the Future. You, they, they punch yeah. into the car. It's October yep. 26th, 1985 or something. In Goonies, when they look at the newspaper about the Fratelli's escaping, which happens the previous day, it's October 25th, 1985. Hmm. So that the day awesome. the Goonies, it's the same day, and they're both obviously like Spielberg pictures, so that that tracks. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. That is super cool. Also, there's a weird thing where Dennis Nedry in Jurassic Park is at multiple times wearing outfits of kids from the Goonies. Interesting.
2: I mean, I could totally see that. Like especially like he's like the he's dressed Hawaiian like Mouth shirt. at one
0: point. He's got. Yes. Um, like the members only jacket. He's got yeah. the same outfit. And then later right. he's got the yellow rain slicker. And <laughs>
2: Holy like, shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude. <laughs> oh,
0: that's wild. Okay. Good time. YouTube.
1: Are you still reading questions or just, we're yeah. done now?
0: Okay. Sure. <laughs> Nobody could come up with a science fiction movie, so. I uh, said Star We named several science fiction movies. <laughs> Star Wars is science fantasy. That's different.
1: Where are you guys at on your oh, okay. Dune that's part fair. two excitement level?
0: I haven't seen any of those movies, but I, I like the trailer. There's
1: only been one. It was called Dune, and now there's a second
0: one. Oh, uh, there's been two Dunes, John. No, well, there's actually Plus, been three, I believe. You, <laughs> there's, don't okay. forget,
1: Yodorowsky's almost Dune. Well,
0: that's sorry, like, that's, that's the one I was about. thinking about. Yeah, I've seen no Dunes. But the trailer for the new one looks pretty. I mean, they look visually pretty. And the cast, I love everybody. You, you gotta
1: cast. watch the first, like, it's, well, it's Denis Villeneuve or how hell I say his name? He's
0: incredible. I'll watch anything with Oscar Isaac. Yeah.
2: It's so, the
0: guy's a dreamboat.
2: Have you read the book, John? Yeah. Okay. Eric, I have bad news for you. Yeah. You should definitely see Dune, but you need to read the book first.
0: That's no, 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 no. See, this is no. You not, do because no, no, there's no, no, no. no.
2: It it does not spoon feed you anything. You're gonna be like, that's what fine. is happening? In
0: this this is, movie? is not how I do it. This is what I do. Because if I read the book first, I'm not gonna like the movie. Okay. I, I watch the movie, and if there's enough there that I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Then I go read the book, and now okay. I've added. Uh, it's added okay. it now.
1: See, I think okay. the book is just like I, I don't love it. It's fine. I get it. I understand why it's beloved, but like. I don't know. I just didn't, it didn't. The book's old. It is right? old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's like, whatever, six like how of them, old five or six Uh 60s or 70s. Yeah. Or it was either like late 60s or early 70s. I would, it
0: would be my guess. Yeah. Um,
2: I just feel like there's so much world building in the book that is just sort I of hand waving. I do like, like, w- like world
0: building a lot. That's why well, I, I like all world building. That's why yeah, I yeah. liked Game of Thrones so much.
2: And you also loved House of Leaves, which is like stories within stories, and it's like a story within a story in the
0: mm-hmm. book. I watched that movie, the first one, and if I like it, I'll, I'll
2: consider it. Mean, it's the great. Book sure. uh, it looks incredible, but I worry that it's going to be so ob- like so obtuse that you're going to be like, uh, "What is this weird?" Thing? I weird.
1: like the vibe, like the <laughs> the thing that connects with me, and why I like the movie. I think the vibe and like the the to your point, the That's world great. building of the book. Is incredible. It's just like the yeah. the actual <laughs> prose. I don't always love, and that's fair. Uh, I think the it's been translated really really well. I mean, to your point, I, like, I agree. Know what's going on, so it, it's, yeah. I it's mean, like probably. when
2: there when there's like the seeker finder or whatever it's called, it's gonna all that stuff is it's it's so much arc-y. inside his head yeah. that it's gonna be. But whatever, you know what you you do. Timmy, do your own adventure. he'll he'll get us yeah. there.
1: He's going to get us over the
2: line. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yes, my um, hype is very high. Okay, cool. Love it. The drummer from Foghat says, in high school, I got ISS once in school suspension for writing the name of my crew on desks. That's hilarious. (laughs) Just a bunch of kids that went to punk and hardcore shows, not hardened criminals. Any of you ever get that type of punishment in school?
2: I totally had in school suspension.
0: (laughs) I did not. I was never suspended, which is kind of amazing and I think is mostly a testament to my ability to talk myself out of things. Hmm. Um, I did in 5th grade once I was named student of the month and got detention on the same day, which is a thing oh, yeah. I've always been pretty proud of. Hmm. Yeah, that's impressive. Good work. It was like towards the end of the year I feel like it was token. I'm like, eh, that's fine." <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, it's your it's your turn now." There's only 10 students and the <laughs> <Right>. other 9. <laughs> <laughs> My fifth grade teacher one time told me that I had constipation, constipation of the brain and diarrhea of the mouth. Good Lord. <laughs> wow. He was like an old ass judge. He was so mean.
1: That's, and I remember just mean. being like,
0: I've never been so like thoroughly and accurately roasted in my life. And I still think about yeah, it. He nailed you. 30 years he later. Gotcha. He got really Good on him. <laughs> uh... Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Candyman in zero gravity. Who wins? What I, I don't, I'm guessing B's not going to do well in zero gravity. Right? Oh yeah, that's true, and that's the main. You know, it's one of his he main. Has that
2: hook hand. I was gonna
0: say Lesnar though. He requires sort of like leverage, and you know, right. and <laughs> I feel like he may not be the most graceful person in zero mm-hmm. zero G's.
2: Also, it's a very confined space and he feels, it seems like a larger gentleman. That, true. Like, it, that's
0: what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: But then so is, so is Candyman. So I don't know. It's not tiny. And like, you got to do this. You can't just, you know what I mean? The hook requires a
1: little, a you know, shimmy in there. One of these. Yeah. A shimmy. <laughs> uh,
0: that's it. Oh, okay. That is it. Threads, Instagram, that's where we take questions, or Slack. You know, if you're one of those guys, ladies, people. Mm-hmm. Info at BloodyGoodHorror.com. email address. Don't forget, you can see a live stream of this show every week by visiting patreon.com slash bloodygoodhorror. You can also get back episodes and access to the Slack community and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, check Rachel out on the Zombie Girls, G-R-R-L-Z. Or what is your what are your socials again?
2: Uh, ZG Podcasts or rate
0: you can follow me on Instagram Eric BGH um, I got some new music coming out soonish so that's probably the place to find info on that I know John can't wait You can see he's excited yeah uh, that in Dune um, yeah. too I'm sitting here I think that's it and we're, st- we're still waiting to decide on next week and then the week after that we are going to do Saltburn and Caitlin's going to join us so
2: that's going to be a fun one <laughs> get excited <laughs>
0: All right, Uh, everyone. And also, thank you to uh, everybody hanging out on YouTube tonight. Appreciate you guys. It's going to do it for ISS, and we'll see you next week. Later.
2: Bye-bye. Oh, bye.